All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. <sighs> Let's do this, I guess. All right, this is a special, special, very oh, special. I start off. No. Well, why'd you tell me to start off then? I'm just checking if you're okay. Okay. Go, bully. All right, let's do this right. Welcome to another episode of Start to Continue. This is a very special episode. <laughs> Not only is it episode 30, mm. but... Uh, no, this isn't the real episode 30. No? This is like 28B, something like that. What? Yeah, this isn't... That makes part, no sense. This isn't part of our uh, canon, per se, because it's a special. Yeah, but it's a special within... That's right. The number of our podcasts. Within, inside of it. It's still episode 30. It's just a special episode because of no. what, what happened. No, sp- episode 30 is going to be special, man. We're going to have like cake episode and 30. shit. I can't be doing uh, record like keeping of 28B or C or whatever. It doesn't, <laughs> it's too much effort, too much work. It's going to get lost in the shuffle. Let's just keep it one after the other. Okay. It's episode 30, but it's a special one because of what we did. Okay. We're not going to have in between. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but go on. Put the coffee too close to the computer. Well, I want you to dump it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you Uh, said this was episode 30. And it's a very special episode for one reason, uh, and that's mainly for what we did. We went to downtown Toronto to see uh, a podcaster that we follow, uh, a comedian that we follow as well, that being Mark Marin. So I did the Toronto shows. That was the night after I talked to you last. I did two shows in Toronto up there in Canada, and they were fucking awesome. The tour has just been great. I'm so grateful people are coming out. And I had a, I had a good time in Toronto. Yeah. Um, well, a little bit of background. Uh, Mark Marin is what is he around fifty five, fifty three? He said like he was fifty something. Yeah. So he's been around for a while. He came up uh, in the Sam Kinison era, and he's had his share of demons and whatnot. He's never made it to that level of stardom where he's filling uh, stadiums or arenas or anything like that. He's been clawing his way through. Uh, radio and stand-up and club gigs and uh his last job professional like showbiz job was radio which he uh, got fired from uh when you know radio was really constricting and uh that's when he decided to take up podcasting as a last-ditch effort of show business and that was some 500 episodes ago for him he's hosted guests from uh uh, you know, documentarians to Oliver Stone to Louis C.K. to musicians, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so we've been listening to him for a while. And uh, it was two months ago, maybe, tickets were announced that he was going to be in Toronto. I think this is his first real big tour of theaters. So, uh, word Which came, I found surprising. Yeah, like... Thanks to his podcast, really. He's become super popular. And he has his own show on IFC, I should say. So uh, tickets were uh, available to a theater in Toronto. Uh, I immediately went to look for tickets, and they were gone. Um, Or we missed the sell date, or Joe missed it. I told him about it. missed it, and I went crazy. 
<sighs> and then you redeemed yourself. And then he added us actually, uh, I was uh, Twittering him, bugging him, saying, hey, you know, I had some second shows there, Mark Marin, and he added a second show. It was on the same night. It was, he had a 7 o'clock or an 8.30, something like that, and a 10 o'clock, which was our show. And uh, put in for tickets, and we got tickets on row C. Very exciting to be that close. And they were reasonable, 44 bucks. Yeah, more than reasonable, actually. I was extremely pleased. I, as with everything, I like to be up as close as I can. But, uh, you know, if it was a concert, I don't want to be on the floor. I want to be on the stage. Or I want to be on the side as close to the stage as I can. Actually, I'm mistaken. They were actually row A. Uh row A of the non-double seats, because for some reason this theater had the first three rows, but they were done in a way that the seats were uh, paired together either in triples or in doubles. And then all the remaining seats behind these first three rows were as it would be like in a movie theater where all the seats were beside each other, but then they started from row A, B, C on. The yeah, first three rows were double A, double B, double C. Right. When I was I was literally in bed ordering the tickets uh, before going to sleep after an overnight shift, and row A came up, and I was so excited, and I didn't even have uh, uh, I didn't have you uh, on the line to say whether to go for it or not. I just well, you, I just went for it. But you still are, you texted me or something, and I don't remember what it was, but it's like you expected me to respond. Yeah, imagine that. I expected you to respond. And I'm just like, I forget what the, I don't even know if I could ever find that text. I probably could since you never bother texting me very often. <laughs> I just, uh, I but saw. I was like, hey, man, I've got, Marin's got second show or something. I'm like, right on. No, I didn't even bother with you because I knew it would be a big hassle to try and get, you know, you to answer me. So I just. As soon as I saw row A, two seats available, they were off to the side, but it's a smaller theater. Uh, and Ticketmaster diagrams of seating is terrible, so I, I wasn't 100% sure if that was really row A or not, but I said, how bad could row A be? So I went for it. Throw my credit card down. It was a big fight with Ticketmaster, you know, remembering my password and all that jazz. I was having lots of uh, stress, all this while I'm trying to go to sleep. I finally pulled the trigger. I uh, got the tickets, got the receipt. I texted Joe right away with these, this awesome news of what I've done for him, and nothing, no response from you. Yeah, that's what it was, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe, no. look what I did for you. Look at what we have. <laughs> uh, nothing. And I know you were at home. You looked at your phone, and you just flipped it over when you saw who it was. Thanks. Totally not the case, but I was extremely pleased and, and happy because this was actually the first event that you and I have done uh, outside of work. Yeah, we've threatened to do it and never have. You've bailed many times on countless times where I've asked to go see a movie with you. <laughs> uh, and this time, um, yeah, man, it was fun. Well, you guys will hear about the whole thing. We're going to go through it now, but... Uh, some of it was fun and some of it was uh, a little frustrating. So, yeah, that's it. That's This is the special. This is the Mark Marin special. Uh, and we're actually going to be uh, a little bit different format today. We're going to throw to a pre-tape of uh, us heading down to the show. We'll check that out. Yeah. I, uh, you hear a little bit of noise because, obviously, we're driving down in the car. 
but uh, we decided to do a little pre-record on the phone of just our excitement about uh, going down and our thoughts about what the show will be. And uh, yeah, it's just, I forget what it is, maybe five or 10 minutes long. Yeah, and wow. uh, so enjoy it. And then we'll be right back with you guys. All right, everyone, welcome to uh, STC Pod. I'm here in uh, Bill's car, and uh, we're on our way down to see the Mark Marin show that we've been looking forward to for a number of weeks. Uh, this is the second time we're doing this record because uh, we tried to do it on GarageBand on my phone, and for some reason it only recorded eight seconds of it. So let's pretend we haven't just talked for the last 10 minutes, Bill, and redo this whole rigmarole. Well, I drove down from Barrie to meet you. I uh, went out of my way to meet you closer to your house so it would be easier for you. And you left me there waiting because you were late for 30 minutes or so. And I will now explain the reality of what happened. Uh, we were supposed to meet at 7 o'clock at our at a agreed-upon location. Bill was there at 6.45 and sends me a text saying, Hey, dude, I'm here. Where are you? And I'm like, I got 15 minutes. So I ended up showing five after seven. <laughs> quarter after seven. Now it's a quarter, quarter after. after in our previous record, it was ten after. <laughs> so if this record fucks up and we got to do it again, he'll probably say I showed up at 7.30. So we're driving down the Don Valley now. I have no idea where we're going for the show. Bill hopefully knows. <coughs> but, um, yeah, certainly looking forward to this Mark Marin piece. Uh in our previous recording, we were discussing uh, why we like him so much and some memories of, uh, of his uh, podcast that we can remember. Uh, all right, Bill, what was your first memory of Marin's podcast? I found him because, I don't know, I was searching for uh, Conan news or something, and it showed up that there was a long-format interview on WTF Pod. I didn't know what it was, but I checked it out, and... Uh, yeah, it was good shit. And, and for me, Bill actually introduced me to the Marin. Uh, well, if you go to WTFPod.com, that's his actual blog slash podcast posting site. So you'll find he's got, uh, I forget what number he's at now, but he does two shows a week. And um, yeah, he's way up there in terms of uh, pumping out content. And along with that, along with the audio content on the site, he also does... Uh, I guess like weekly, you know, thoughts that are going on in his head or what's, what's coming on. So if you guys are looking for looking for another podcast to add to your mix, and this one certainly, you know, this show is usually one about an hour or so, so it's nothing too time consuming. But there's a there's a good honesty and um, I guess sort of like integrity to the site and, and to the interviews that he does. He's got a number of personal issues that he has to deal with in terms of like you know. Neuroses, OCD, uh, always being angry at stuff. So, you know, all the stuff that Bill can relate to, I guess, in terms of working with me. But um, any recent podcasts you can remember, Bill, that have caught your interest that he's put out? Uh, well, a couple of reissues he's done. Uh, he reissued his Robin Williams one because of, you know, his death. And... Uh, I thought it was really good, and but probably the best one, if you wanted to jump in and check them out, is the Louis C.K. interview. Those two went back, I think they started together, so they had a really candid two-hour talk, and stuff came out, it was serious, it was uh, funny, I think 
uh, some was their tears developing at one point? Uh, yeah, it was certainly a uh, heartfelt, uh, heartfelt interview between the two of them. Been a number of years where they had become estranged, and uh, it was nice to see things settled up. And it's just you know, just goes to prove what what can be resolved or what can be, I guess, settled when you know two guys actually just sit and finally talk and hash it out. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just trying to wield my way around. Uh, we're just exiting the DVP onto Young Street. We'll take that north. And, Young uh, Street, famous street, longest street in uh, in the no world. No one cares, man. Come on, everyone cares. I, I don't know where we are. This is this is great navigation by you. All the help you're giving me here. Where's your nav on the car? Don't have one. You're the driver. Listen, uh, I didn't bring You're the navigator. I didn't bring cash, so this parking takes like Visa and shit, right? Oh my god! Really? Really? What if you want to buy something at the show or something? Like a poster? No. You're not gonna buy a poster? No. Where am I gonna put that? Oh, here we are in front of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Beautiful building. Hope I can turn right here. Hello. Yep. Just follow that cab because okay. they make their own rules. So, you uh, I got you were a lousy navigator. I got to say. Uh, I thought you knew where you were going <laughs> because I'd asked you ahead of time. Hey man, you got like whatever, 4 weeks to figure out where this place is and how to get there and you used to work downtown Toronto. Uh, I knew I, where I was going, but there was a lot of construction. I go there like once a year because one I'm afraid and I two I just don't like it down there. <laughs> There was so much construction. Oh, I just needed you to another piece of frustration just to add to go downtown Toronto. Let it's, me know where the lanes were and whatnot. Like probably most industrial, most major uh, cities, uh, constant, constant road repair being done. And uh, yeah, if you don't know your your way around and uh, your usual route, or your one route that you know that you always take is is blocked off, then you're fucked basically. <laughs> well, then, you know, you can't be afraid. You got to just plow through it. I'd rather just stay at home. Uh, luckily, uh, we st it was still daylight. We were down, we got down there about two, two hours before showtime so we could grab a bite. Uh, we came in, we were looking for parking, and we actually found some uh, right off the Esplanade, which is right behind the theater. Yeah, the parking was good. It was only seven bucks. Yeah, and it was nice. It was so, underground. It was, it was really good. Um, that was a good start, at least. So then we had to decide what to eat. And on the Esplanade, you have lots of choices. You have these uh, these Irish themed pubs and uh, the Spaghetti Factory and the Keg and uh, what else is down there? Bunch of uh, you know, well, little... the usual restaurants that you find in a downtown core area, man. Just. Uh... Everything from fast food to uh, hoity-toity to places in the middle, I guess. Sports bars, whatever you want, man. Jack Astor's, all that crap, right? Yeah, but we're talking at the Esplanade area, which is what? it is more, you know, yeah. geared towards a certain... It's right on the other side of a massive Novotel hotel. Uh, but I had other ideas for supper. Which were what? Making me trek through... Uh, <laughs> 
Bill had be, all right. Burr. This is also during hockey <laughs> playoff go. time. That's so right. Bill's team, the Habs, were playing. He wanted to catch the Hab game that night while what was left of it. So he wanted to check out. There's a massive sports bar called uh, Real Sports. It's a uh, this big open concept bar uh, that's uh, basically two two levels, and it's got this massive. Just picture like the biggest projection screen you you could find on one wall, along with pretty much a TV every single five feet that you could look in any direction. Uh, that kind of sports bar. Uh, so he wanted to check that place out because we both of us had never never been, and then same time catch a bite while watching his Habs play. Play the Ottawa Senators yeah. for a series uh, of the playoffs. So we had to walk because where we were, um, we were on the east side of Young Street. We would have to get to the west side. And uh, to the west side of the ACC is where Real Sports is. And, uh, you know, on paper, it looks like maybe two or three short blocks. But uh, it was Hurricane hurricane Hazel out there, right? So friggin' windy. And it was cold. Luckily, it wasn't raining. And the wind was blowing all the dust and gravel from all the construction going on, so we were being pelted at the same time. <laughs> Spring jackets on, and the temperature had dropped drastically, so we were freezing. <laughs> I do endure uh, Joe's complaints and the weather. And uh, <laughs> Which one was worse? And he had no idea where he was, so that was kind of funny. And, it's cold, uh, dark, and I was scared. We were taking the back, kind of the back roads uh south of front crossed through some uh, laneways to get uh, to the ACC and beyond I thought that was fun I'm pretty sure we we're being followed too <laughs> and then Joe whips out his camera he starts taking pictures of the CN Tower <laughs> like a tourist tourist man <laughs> and I'm like see Joe you should come down here more often no. it's not that bad it's kind of nice I can google it's map fun. it and uh google earth it and just take a look from above so, yeah, real sports is massive, right? It's two stories. You can sit on either uh, either floor. It's like, and see this giant four-story projector screen. So, uh, but it's it's off-season for Toronto because, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't make the playoffs. So I'd, I thought we'd be able to get in, no problem. Which we did. It was, it was busy, though, right? We got... Uh, well, it's such a big place, and obviously, I think they were short-staffed or didn't have all the staff in just because the, pro- the night prior, uh, there was the big Raptors playoff game. Um, so I'm sure the place must have been rammed then, but uh, they figured an off night. No one playing but the Habs, so no one cares. Uh, yep. Let's have half of our wait staff in. <laughs> but we got, a, we got a seat off to the side. It was kind of hard to see the projector, but... You could, but there was other TVs all over the place. Um, we took pictures of this too. Yeah, there was the waitress came by pretty quick for uh, menus, gave us menus, and then took off again. And she seemed uh, angry that she had to service. <laughs> no projection there. And then uh, she came back and took our drink orders, and we just we were pretty casual. We just had, I think, uh, sodi pops. They all right? asked for a pop, and I asked for a pop too. Yeah, two cokes. No big deal. Straight up, no straws. <laughs> and uh, did that come? That came. That came in about 10 minutes. And then she asked if we wanted food. No, it, that was like 20 minutes later. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> we waited, and we waited, and we had a, we knew what we were gonna. Right, we knew what we were gonna get. Yeah, just a couple of burgers. We at least l- watched an entire intermission and most of the second period before she came back and said, "Did you guys want to eat?" No, we want to sit here and drink Cokes all night. Yeah, this is a good business plan for you. So, what'd you order? Uh, I don't remember what it was. It was the burger with some pea meal. Oh, I ordered first, remember? I said I'll take the pea meal burger. This one. And uh, with the fries, whatever. Gave my order. And then Joe said, yeah, I will have the same. And pointed to it on the menu, displaying it to her. And she great, okay, she goes away. One thing we will give them, that food came out pretty damn quick. It did, yeah, which was surprising compared to, uh, well, anything would appear quick compared to the, the amount of time it took for her to come and take our order. But uh, it did arrive. Uh, it did arrive incorrectly. <laughs> of course I didn't get what I ordered. Bill got, um, he had asked for that pea meal burger, and all he got was... Uh, uh, burger bread with uh, three slices of pea meal in between, minus the burger patty. But I got the correct order. And you started plowing into yours. I couldn't wait. <laughs> I'm like, do I wait? No. Nope. I, I, well, out of respect, I started eating my fries. That's right. You, Yeah, you went you went on the fries first. And then she finally came. We had to wave her down, right? Yep. It was more waving going on. And I lifted up my bun and said, I... This looks awesome. I would just love a piece of beef in there. Just make it perfect. It's like, oh, that's right. You ordered the same thing. Yeah. Glad you know about that. Genius. But uh, tell the folks about the uh, one waitress. Oh, there's one waitress there that caught my eye. She was just super fit, but she had these massive. She's obviously. she worked out. I don't know if she's one of those. Uh, I wouldn't call her a bodybuilder because she's extremely fit, but one of those fit aerobic kind of girls that I forget what the contest is where all the you know the women uh, compete. Not in terms of bodybuilding, but in terms of uh, just being fit. And uh, you know what I mean, Bill? Those contests. Yeah, I don't know called? what it's called either. But the definition she oh, had, yeah. I, it was... I took a picture as best as I could without being too obvious. But, uh, wow, she had fantastic arms and super fit body just all around. Uh, there's too much muscle on those arms for me. No, it looked like, like she it. was I in like full to... flex, even like though to... she wasn't. I wanted to bite her arms. They looked so nice. <laughs> fucking bring her over and let me bite them. She she had she was very feminine, but her arms looked yeah, like they were from a, a He-Man doll. Yeah, she was in no way masculine, not even facial feature-wise. But uh, I just couldn't believe these arms. Uh, yeah, she could probably beat the shit out of us if she wanted to. <laughs> so by this time, my plate came back. This They unfortunately took my whole plate away because I would have loved uh, if they would just brought me a hamburger patty and slipped it in all that no, pea meal. No, you got a whole fresh order. Yeah, I got a whole fresh order, but this time I only got one slice of pea meal on a burger. Oh. You know what I mean? It would have been nice if... Uh, and plus, they probably spit on the second order coming mm-hmm. back. Um, did you like your burger? It was all right. All right, let's go on, though. Okay. Just, anyway, that was the whole experience. We Bur- ended up uh, <laughs> wolfing down our food, and then by the time we flagged her down to get our check again, we had to haul ass back to uh, to the hall because uh, 
we had about 10 minutes to get back before the show started. And the walk seemed like forever. Yep. <laughs> because we were going through, once again, detour routes of construction for the pedestrians. Um, well, this time we went back up to front. I don't know where we went, man. We went up to front, and then we headed uh, east on front, and in front of uh, Union Station, which is where all the trains in Toronto come into Union Station, all that is tore up under construction, has been for at least a year and a half. And uh, so we had to wind our way through all the catwalks and uh, all of the, the, you know, the boards on the ground uh, running in full trot to get to the theater in time through the uh, wind and the hail and uh, the snow and the rain. Was there all that in the wind? Sure. Um, we finally got to the theater and we got there just perfectly on time because uh, we went, there was no lineup. The lineup had already been let in if there was one. And we were led straight into the theater um, and uh, pointed all the way down to yep. row A. And there we could really see that there was, yeah, three more rows ahead of us. But totally that was fine. Because I was eyeballing the uh, the special seating on the side. What's that called when you're up in the, bal the balcony seating? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I then complained to Bill why he didn't get us balcony seats. You know, whereas we're like in the opera where you got, um, you know, the individual balconies all along the side, whereas like, you know, you got your two seats and then just the two of you could be up there cuddling. Yeah, they look great, actually. Yeah. The each balcony, there's about, what, four balconies on each side just for two people you each. You could have gave me a handy while we're up there. Well, yeah, obviously. And uh, Making me walk all that way to real sports. But we had a great, even though our seats were off to the side, we still had a great view of, uh, you know, uh, st main stage. And uh, we were sitting there. We took some pictures of the stage and took some pictures of the auditorium and whatnot. And I'm trying to keep Joe awake. And I'm looking at the side of the stage. And I see Buddy's face peek around the corner. And there's Mark Marin peeking around the corner, checking out the crowd. And I'm like, oh, no one else noticed him nope. except for me. And he's like, meh, 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 meh. And he took off back inside. <laughs> and uh, I guess the show pretty much started from there, eh? Do you want to... It started off with a female comic. Well, we, um, we talk about that. Do we? Yep. What, in part two? Yep. Oh. In the next... All right, uh, well, let's throw to... Uh, we did a record after we left the theater, uh, back in the car. Instant reactions. And just a quick little... This might be another five or ten minute piece at the most again. So, okay, let's throw that and then get here. stay tuned. We'll be right back that. after that piece. Let's talk about more important things. We just got out of the Marin show. we doing a quick little record because we all know Bill's got horrible memory and he won't remember what happened. But uh, we're in the parking garage trying to find our way out. Garage. Garage. Just uh, Bill just spent $20 on a Mark Marin poster to have him sign it. Uh, we took some photographs. It was, uh, what was it, like an hour and a half show maybe? Uh, yeah, he probably did an hour and a half. Your thoughts, quickly. Uh, he was really good. I was really happy with him. His presentation is not like material. It's more like uh, off the cuff. What is this guy doing? Yeah, you know what? For me, it was, um, I don't know. It was almost a little surreal. Like, 
I, I was analyzing his act the entire time that I was watching him, trying to determine some stuff. If I've I've heard it before, where have I heard it? Did I read it on his podcast or on his blog site or hear it from a you know something prior? But um, I don't know. It's kind of like you know here he's he, he's not an idol. Not here we go. <laughs> He's not an idol, but you know how they say you shouldn't meet your idols or anything like that? What? Come on. I don't know. Because I, I had this whole persona and image of him, uh, you know, through his interviews on his podcast and, and you know, from his material and whatnot, that uh, I guess I sort of didn't know, like, what to expect. Uh, I've, I've seen his, his stand-up act on... Uh Netflix I watched one he just put one out last year so I knew his routine like the sitting on the stool and the moving around and the, the anger and the voices and all that so I, I knew what to expect that way but uh, he didn't recycle anything from that show though uh, it was all new to me and it was really cool because we're listeners to the podcast we could relate to his stories to what happened to him in real life because you know we heard it on the on the podcast Anything? Anything that made it interesting? Yeah, like you can certainly relate a lot more to him. Um, his opening act, oh, she was, uh, she was horrible. She had this, uh, obviously, okay, female comic, but aside from that, she uh, she talked with the vocal fry that a lot of that a lot of people are talking like. That's uh, shit. What's it called? I just had it in my head and it went away. Uh, it'll come back. Keep going. You know, Sorry. like they talk like this, where it's all this, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that style, you just want to fucking claw your eyes out. She's attractive looking. A um, couple inconsistencies in terms of her dating life that she went on about. But, uh, you know, for an opening act, she was fine, I guess. She, she stayed on just the right amount of time, which was, made me happy. Yeah, her stuff, it didn't seem like uh, road-worn, you know, it seemed like stuff a new comic would come up with. Stuff that you you would even come up with. Valley Girl, that's what they call that. Oh, the Valley Girl talk? Yeah. So that was her stick. It was kind of like uh, female Jeremy Hotz almost, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's funny, so I... Yeah. Uh, it was, was a big difference. <laughs> but she did an opening act thing, and what she... 15 minutes maybe if that yeah like I said just the right amount any idea where we are nope where are we well I decided to go up to Adelaide and take that east to the uh, DVP and then that'll take us back up Adelaide will turn you right into the DVP it's one of the easiest ways to get on it I haven't driven a car in years and I can't tell you the joy it is in having a driver drive you around everywhere <laughs> this is good for you Shit. this is a fantastic feeling and I, I feel like I'm in control you know like I'm uh, someone special in your life right now yeah. why were you getting angry at me with the, when she was on the stage because you were falling asleep and it was embarrassing because yeah, she was <laughs> she was fucking kaif <laughs> I, I dude what was with the fucking maniac behind us 
Oh, there, this was there, hilarious. There's always these people at when you go out. Did you see what he looked like? No, I never turned around. There's this maniac behind us who was laughing out loud, and by his tone and his voice and just, you know, his caveman-like actions, I picture him as this probably six foot four, <coughs> like 250, 300-pound overweight guy, just, but... Uh, Everything Mar uh, Marin was saying, this guy was like agreeing to. Like he was the Marin guru to his buddies. Yeah. Oh, I knew he was gonna say that. So uh, yeah, or he said something else, and this guy would be like, "Yes, yes, that's right." It's like, oh fuck, we picked. Our seats were excellent though. Aside from that, seats were so good. Like we were far enough away from the stage to be comfortable. Like your neck's not, you know, jacked up looking at them. Is perfect seats. Loved them. And even though we were off to the side, it, it felt like it's where you want to be to watch a comic because because um, comics always look left to right. You know, they rarely stay in the center. So they're always going to be looking at you when you're off to the side. Alright. Anyway, that's a quick overview of our thoughts of the show. Um, but we didn't really talk about his show. Because we're going to save that for the podcast. Oh, talking on a fucking iPhone in the car we've got road noise traffic coming through everything fair enough alright sign us off a real sign off no. alright stay tuned for uh, the next part of the podcast <laughs> as I click off my phone beep boop beep boop yeah so I, nice sound effects at the end of that um what are we going to talk about what our thoughts on the show. Oh, okay. Are you uh, not listening to this thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts? I used to, you heard my complaints about the female comedian and okay, and uh, she was what I, what I okay. You can give your take on her. You could tell she was very. She was new. She was new to the business. Yeah, but it, for me, it was this, it was the same old shtick. Like the only thing she left out was talking about her period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I just wish. Just any female comedian I hear, it's not a, really a knock against them, but it's it's always seems to be the same old hash material, like the boyfriend talk, and I just moved here, and you know my boyfriend this, or I'm single, or my period, and it's like fuck. Well, she even did stuff about working at the Gap or something like yeah, that. I'm it like, was, Ugh. and you were literally falling asleep during it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, apparently she toured with. Uh, with Chappelle. I don't, uh, I don't believe that. That was part of her intro anyways. I don't know. What'd she do? 15 minutes? At the most. and Seemed like a long time. Yeah. But uh, Marin came out and, you know, I like I said before, I'd never seen him in, in one, who, uh, one of his live acts, you know, even on YouTube or whatever. But uh, um, it's weird because all I could do was try and analyze him as opposed to enjoying what he was talking about just because of, you know, all the listening we've been doing through on his podcast, right? Just, you are a piece of work, I was basically. Trying to, I was trying to analyze You are neuroses. a piece of work. Yeah. I do not get you. The same with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. It's all the same. You, you want to just destroy everything that you're looking forward to. Nothing's good enough for you. Well, no, because most of the time I do sit back and just let it come over me, wash over me, and enjoy it. You're the one who overanalyzes everything. 
used to be, it seems. And then now this time, it was just different. like, well, it's because I was happy to see him, and I just, you know, I didn't know what to expect, really, to be honest with you. I really like, like, his presentation is, it seems so random and uh, genuinely off the top of his head. Now, obviously, he has, he has set pieces that he goes to, but... Most of it just seems like he's riffing from this and that, and if something happens, he'll just go on a tangent. And uh, I would have loved to have been at the early show so I could see the difference to yeah, the late show. I saw a couple things on Twitter where someone mentioned a bit he did at the 7:30, and it was nothing that was in our show. And uh, it's not like a it's not like the comedians you're used to, where it's all just a big rolling set. You know, I, I really enjoyed. His uh, his no, take yeah, on absolutely. It. He's he's certainly quick on the fly and, and can jump from one topic to another. The part I did really uh, that I thought was really fantastic was um, uh, as he was talking to us, um, he would suddenly bend over and do like an inner monologue thought piece to himself, like as if uh, third person. Yeah, where he go like, oh, he'd say something and then bend over and and speak quietly to himself in the microphone, going. Oh, Marin uh, went a little. Marin feels bad about talking about the gay people. At that point, maybe he took a step too far, and then he would stand back up and start talking back to the audience. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think that is one of his set bits. Yeah, that's uh, that. I think that was in his Netflix special. I'm not sure. So that was good. I like that little touch. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the rest of it is is free form. And someone of his experience, like doing 30 years on the road, club to club. Uh, you can only get that kind of confidence on the stage by, you know, by those chops. Well worth 44 bucks in my opinion. Absolutely, yep. And uh, dealing with you being late and making me wait for and stuff. You and you dragging me to a crappy place for uh, <laughs> a burger and overpriced food and the extra walk in the cold weather. and uh, Yeah, it was, it was a great time. We should... Um, I mentioned to you, I think tonight too, that we should always try and keep an eye out maybe for like a Louis C.K. coming or something like that. Yeah, I think I'd be for that, although his tickets would probably be way up there. And you'll be jammed in some massive space because he can fill the spaces now. Yeah. But I think it's a good time. We should uh, roll the uh, telephone interview we did with Marin shortly after. Cue that up. Hello? I thought you were being serious there for a second. <laughs> I just paused it going, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, apparently Bill's got a phone interview um, from Mark Barron. I'm going to play. On a side note, Bill likes to make fun of Joe. Uh, I can uh, shut up again. Christ, come on. Inner monologue over. I think we could get him on the phone. Five minutes. Listen, you can't get him to respond back to us on Twitter. That's true. He will not respond to me on Twitter. But uh, I'm sure he has to deal with tons of crazies on Twitter anyway. So so after the show let out, um, we jumped right in this line that was forming wicked oh, quick yeah. uh, for – I knew he was doing some kind of poster thing. So I kind of thought that that's what the line was for. I jumped in line. Uh, I knew you weren't going to get one. So I said, uh, hey, Joe, uh, run up there and see what the deal is with the poster. You know, maybe grab a little picture, show me what the poster is that I'm lined up for, you know, see what the price, anything. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm not going up no, there. because I was taking video. 
I did like a 30-second video of him uh, no, no, this signing is, for other people. Wh- no, you didn't. I did. Once we got up there, you did that. I'm no. like one where it's just started lining up. Why, Why not go? Why did you not walk up and see for yourself? I was holding my place in line. I was I'm right, the line guy. I was right beside you in line. So I'm saying, Joe, let's go up and see what the deal is. Nope. <sighs> nope. Thinks he's going to get jabbed by a heroin needle or something up there. I, he, the guy would not leave my side the whole time we're in Toronto. It was, it was so cute. anyways uh line was moving really quick we were getting up there sure enough Merritt's sitting there with a big pile of posters uh specific to the toronto gig right and he's signing them and there's a woman in front of him i'm like he's this moving pretty quick i think uh, he's just giving away posters as a hell of a nice guy you know no this part actually soured me a little bit 20 bucks yeah 20 dollars for a signed poster and did he put your name on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to chat with him. Yeah, I got a little. I got I got pictures of the whole signing event, so you guys can see that as well. But um, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a sour point for me because I can only imagine what he got paid to show up here. You know, and then to charge people twenty dollars for literally a you know maybe a twenty second signing of a poster, and then just you know. Shuffle to the side and let the next person come in, right? Yeah, it was super he wasn't quick. Do, he wasn't doing pictures with people, which, you know, maybe if he had said, all right, here, come up beside me, take a picture, I'll stand beside you or whatever. He's just like, hey, man, what's your name? Did you enjoy the show? He, as he's signing away and then, boop, off to the next person, right? Yeah. For, yeah. A, guy that, for a guy that, you know, I'm sure he makes, you'd have to think that he made a little bit of coin for this one night of shows, right? So, especially two two shows in one night. Uh, well, he would have got some of the door. It just would have been a little bit of, you know what, let's give something back to the fans instead of just, you know, more gimme, gimme. I mean, there was probably at least 200 people in that lineup. Yeah. The lineup went on forever. So, if you imagine 200 people times $20. What is that? Here we go. 2000 bucks. Do your math in your head there. Off the head, I'm going to say 2000 20, 200 people times 20, 4,000. Oh. Yeah, so it's four, four, th- four grand. Four grand in about probably half an hour, right? Half an hour of signing. <laughs> Dude, even if that was an hour of work. Yeah. But, you know, nonetheless, I thought it was, it's cool. I got a nice signed poster. I think I'm going to frame it. You know, get, and get, yeah. a, get a little simple frame and I'll have a little keepsake. That was because it's his first. You know, theater tour and appearing in Toronto in a theater. So it is kind of a special occasion. And uh, I appreciate the guy that much. And so I was happy to well, donate I'm glad another you're, 20 I'm glad bucks. You're happy. I didn't want to cough it up just because I know I wouldn't post it anywhere. Um, I got I got my, my uh, ticket. So I usually keep all my tickets for every show that I go to or I have anyway. So I'll just add that to the pile and just keep the memories and uh, – And then we jumped in the car. We did that quick recording on the way out of Toronto. Uh, that's about it. Went back, dropped you off. You didn't even give me any uh, goodbye kisses or anything. Give you a hug? <laughs> did you give me a hug? Give you a hug, I man. Said all right. <laughs> and then uh, that was it. That was that. 
another day down our first STC uh experience outside of uh outside of work. Yeah. And uh or anywhere we record. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, again I thank you Joe for yep. uh I appreciate you getting the tickets and uh looking forward to the next show whatever that may be. Once again, where can everyone find us, Bill? Uh, please follow us at STC Pod on Twitter and check out our website, stcpod.com, motherfuckers. Well, you yeah, probably don't just need go to add .com that. and That's you'll fine. find us. Yeah. Um, and uh, Let me do this one. Post it and post it. Shit. Motherfucker. <laughs>